what? I got a fever. You give me fever, fever in the morning. Fever all through the night. Welcome to the first episode of the Dynasty Fever podcast. I'm Brian, he's Scott, and we're here to talk to you about Dynasty Fantasy Football. How you doing, Scott? I'm good, man. Glad to be here. How are you? Not too bad. Hanging in. Had a, a bit of a, a long week so far, but uh but but doing okay, ready to take off on our on our maiden voyage here. What what we want to do is uh, as two fans of Dynasty fantasy football, chat about that, and uh, hopefully give you some some tips for some new folks. You know, as the season uh, gets closer, we'll talk a little bit more about you know specific players and that sort of thing. Uh, but we're gonna have some fun this off season, just talking in, in more general terms. So, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long you've been playing fantasy football and dynasty? And yeah, so um. I've been playing Dynasty since about 2002. My, uh, my first number one overall pick was Ladinian Tomlinson in uh, Drew Brees's, I think it was his second or third year. So it actually took me quite a while to get involved in the Dynasty, and I probably never would have if it wasn't for the internet and stuff like that where there's uh, like communities built already. So I started that about four years ago. You know, I, I just love it, like the, the competition level, all that kind of stuff. Homework paying off. Uh, not having to restart every year, stuff like that. It, it eliminates some of the the luck and kind of pays. I feel like it just kind of pays off. Like if you're paying attention, you know what I mean? Like you, you can kind of like get what you put into it. And uh, so I like that. You can build a powerhouse and not have to start over every year, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I've been uh, playing fantasy football about the about as long, about, you know, probably almost 20 years. And I'm a little newer to Dynasty. I just got into it a, a, a couple of years ago. Uh, and I got the bug real quick. I'm not one of those people who thinks that Dynasty is, you know, harder or better than redraft in, in a way that we're like we're special or anything like that. You know, yeah. I, I've heard it been been said that redraft is like a puzzle box. Dynasty is like the stock market. It's just a different way of looking at uh, players and, and long term value and and that sort of thing. And I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm really into the idea that, you know, the hard work pays off and. And you get to do, you know, research and and, mm-hmm. and get to hold on to guys long term and 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 that sort of thing. So, what right. else do you like about Dynasty? The year round commitment. There's really no like off season. I like like it's as close as I'm ever going to get to running like an NFL team. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to get no general manager calls anytime soon or even scouting for that instance. But I mean, uh, I think the competition level is typically higher because i think people that play dynasty have played redraft quite a bit and are kind of bored looking to like branch out so usually i think like people you know i i feel like the competition typically is higher in a a dynasty league than than a redraft it seems to it seems to me that the dynasty folks there's a there's a level of intensity there and i mean like in any in any dynasty league there's there's certain managers that are more or less engaged than others. But I, I tend to, when I, when I, when I'm in dynasty circles, I get the feeling that people are more of like 
an addict and they're just really into it uh, much, much more than, uh, than they, than, than in redraft. And, and they, they have the dynasty fever like we do. Right. Well, I mean, like for myself, I started watching, I don't know, I was probably like 12 when I started watching football, like as a, as a fan, like really interested in it. And I know like I would watch every game. Like I, I would watch like, you know, 12 hours worth of football on Sundays. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, a lot of people that are in Dynasty, I mean, they're, I agree with you. Like, they're, they're just got a really, uh, whatever you want to call it, obsession for it or an enthusiasm or just love for the game, but they're, they're into it, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I like that. I had guys that were, like, in my home league for redraft that were drafting guys that were retired. Somebody tried to draft, like, Jerry Rice the year he retired. So, you're not going to find that too much in most dynasty leagues, I don't think. And we'll get into this probably in a little bit, but what I found too is that the community in dynasty is, is uh, very welcoming and, mm-hmm. and a, really a, a bunch of good folks and people that, uh, you know, are, are open to, you know, talking about trades and ideas, you know, year round and in group chats and in league chats. And uh, I, I really feel uh, I've met my people, so to speak. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great people on the, like, Twitter dynasty, like, community. Like, some awesome people on there, for sure. And I love talking football. Like, I could talk football for hours and hours. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, it's funny. For a few years there, I was I was playing fantasy pretty hardcore, but not really. I, I kind of took a few years off of, like, watching football and being really engaged in it. And I found that um, – sort of the, the deeper I got into fantasy and the more I got into dynasty, I'm actually paying closer attention to the sport now. And, mm-hmm. I, and I actually probably feel like a little bit smarter about real life football, having, having done as much dynasty as I do. Yeah. And like, I, I was saying, like I was a Bills fan. I, I started to like really get it. I mean, I remember the Super Bowl losses cause they always used to be on my birthday. My birthday <laughs> party used to be the, the Super Bowls for four straight years. Uh, I don't remember the first one, but the next three. And then, uh, so if it wasn't for like fantasy, like I probably would have lost interest in the NFL a long time ago because, you know what I mean? It kept me engaged in watching football because I mean, the Bills sucked. I I have two jerseys in my closet. One is Peyton Manning, you know what I mean? And and it was because he won me a championship, my first championship when I was a kid. So if it wasn't for fantasy, I don't know, I, I might be. I might not love football as much, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I definitely I identify with that. And the the more I've gotten into Dynasty, the more different players and teams I've had to learn about and be, you know, caught up on their rosters and know about who's getting targets and all that sort of thing. And it, it's been it's been really great getting into it again. Right. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. Like I laugh at myself sometimes because I don't know guys like teams third tight end. You know what I mean? on their roster like it's, it's kind of it's it's hilarious but i mean i would have never paid attention like hockey i like hockey if the sabers are winning but i do not watch any hockey like yeah. i haven't watched hockey in 15 years because they suck yeah and but, i'm a jets fan so i've had plenty of misery when it comes to the the nfl so i you know i've right. had plenty of reason to, to check out but no yeah fantasy and particularly dynasty has really has really amplified my fandom and and gotten me really back into football and, and engage with it now. Like trying to scout players that are coming into the league and stuff. Like, 
I've watched countless videos and teaching me schemes and what, you know what I mean? How to like, what separates good wide receivers from average, like all that kind of stuff. Like I've learned a ton more about football um, since becoming a dynasty player as well. Yeah. I'm still getting into that a little bit. Like I, I, I don't know as much as I probably should when it comes to like what I'm watching, what I'm looking for when I watch film or, or, games and and the different formations and like like zone blocking schemes and cover three and that sort of thing it just doesn't come as quickly to me as it does to some other folks but the little that i do know i i know because because i i've i've gotten into it through through dynasty and through and through covering fantasy football you know for the websites i write for and 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 the podcast that i'm on besides this one you know, it's, right. it's really, it's really upped my, up my game as far as, uh, as far as that goes. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So, that, that is something like, like zone blocking and stuff where I do actually have to get more into that. I mean, I, I, I kind of like know generally what to look for, but like, as far as scheme fits and stuff, like I, I couldn't answer those questions at this point. <laughs> so speaking of uh, writing and, and, and podcasting and, and that sort of thing, before we get into a couple of these other topics that we want to talk about, where can people find your work and what you are writing about fantasy these days? Yeah. So I write for, um, it's called for fantasy sakes. Um, and the website is www.forfantasysakeqc.com. And, uh, I write for them. So, uh, I usually like, I do pieces like buy low pieces and a lot of the, I did a lot of rookie grading for them and stuff like that. Oh, right on. Yeah. And I write for a site called dynasty pros and another site called fantasy and frames and related to fantasy and frames. I, uh, I do a podcast called fourth and frames. You can go to dynasty pros FF on Twitter and follow them. You can go to fantasy and frames on Twitter and follow them. And they'll have links to all that stuff. So now that we've talked a little bit about uh, ourselves and why we love Dynasty so much and and how it's helped us, you know, get into football and and engage more, let's talk a little bit about playing Dynasty. If a beginner Dynasty manager uh, came to you for advice or tips, what kinds of things would you would you tell them? Uh, I think a lot of new people come in and they're a little bit too afraid, I guess, to kind of get in there, make moves. Every time you make a trade, like I, I've made a lot of bad trades, but I mean, as, as long as you keep moving, you're not afraid. Like, just get out there, like make moves, make mistakes, learn about it. You know what I mean? As long as you're not like standing still, like you can overcome those trades um, or, or any like trade errors that you might make. And uh, another thing would just be to, uh, like if you're taking over a team, like just make sure that it needs to be destroyed before you do it. Like I, I took over a, an orphan. It's a, it's the only one I did. And I immediately sold basically every asset and it's been, this is going on year two. I mean, it might take five years for me to be competitive, you know, with like the top four. So I would say like, I mean, if, if you like doing that, I mean, it's, it's not a problem, but it, like just, I don't know, if you want to be competitive, like I would probably patience if you're taking over someone else's team, see what you got. And uh, 
you know, try to hit everything. Like it's all about timing, as you know. Like if, if you're gonna like sell like your first round pick, usually the best time to do it is right before the rookie draft when everybody's going nuts for rookies. If you're if you're gonna like sell like an older player that's a superstar, like the best time to do it's probably like in the first month of the season. You know what I mean? And you're gonna sell it to to a contender uh, to trying to get like the most bang for your buck, I guess. You know what I mean? So. That would be my thing. The other thing is just pay attention to everything. You know what I mean? Like, just make sure you're paying attention. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think for me, uh, a tip that I would have is to embrace the community and 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 really join different dynasty communities. And even if you can afford it, pay for a few Patreons for some of mm-hmm. your favorite podcasts or websites. You're just going to get more info. You'll get more advice. You'll get more league mates to join leagues with. Uh, you'll have people to bounce ideas off of. And if you're really, you know, into it, uh, you have, you know, you'll find your people and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll find people that are as intense about it as you are. I think also, too, I would say try not to get caught in the middle too much. Um, right. If you're not going to be contending you're going to probably want to strip down and rebuild. A lot mm-hmm. of times people will get caught in the middle where they're essentially, uh, you know, getting mid-level draft picks and, you know, seventh, eighth place, you know, three, four years in a row. And they're just kind of spinning their wheels and just donating money to everybody else <laughs> who's yeah, winning. So you might want to, might want to reboot. And another tip I would have too is, I don't know how you feel about this, but I say be a good trade partner. When I when I try to trade with folks, I'm straightforward about it. I reply promptly, usually to to DMs. I don't really play head games with the trades. Uh, right. I try to be I try to be open to countering and having conversations about it, even if it's not something that I'm you know like really enthused about because you never know. Because you're what you're doing is you're building a relationship where you may not get a deal done that time, but you're mm-hmm. going to be with this person long term in the league. So you're going to maybe go and get another deal done sooner rather than later with that person because you've built up a good rapport with them. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, trading is probably one of my I do it a lot. But what I mean by this is it's kind of hard in Dynasty because like. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Everybody is pretty passionate about, you know, football, dynasty, fantasy football. And, and usually anybody playing dynasty a lot is going to have their own values for guys, their own rankings. So sometimes it's hard for me to judge, like, how does this person feel about so-and-so? You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, overall, like, I do – I don't try to put out offers hoping that that person is clueless. Like, and I know there's, you know what I mean? I know there's a lot of managers that might try to hope for like somebody to make a mistake. You know what I mean? Like sell, sell a guy who like way too cheap or something like that. And I, I try not to do that. I try to take a good look at their team and see what they need and uh, try to get at least fair. You know what I mean? For them. Because I mean, you can piss people off to the point where the, no matter what you send them, they're going to hit the coin because they just don't like. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had a league mate send me some trash offers and I was polite about the fact that, you know, they were trash. And he said, well, I was just kind of feeling you out to see if you were a rookie. And if you really know your shit, I won't BS you anymore. 
And it's like, really, man, I don't play games. I'll probably never trade with that guy again or ever, really, uh, because he was trying to play head games uh, in the beginning. And I get, you know, that you want to, like, you know, feel out somebody and, you know, try to, quote, unquote, win a trade once in a while and not just, like, find a happy medium. But right. uh, I, I did not, like, uh, I did not react well to that to that person doing that. No, and that's happened to me too. And honestly, I mean, I've had friends that wanted to get into Dynasty, so they joined, you know, like my league, you know, friends that I knew prior to fantasy football, like in real life. And uh, they've offered me trades, and I've actually countered it for me to add more to the trade because it was like lopsided. You know what I mean? Because you can ruin your league. You, you keep, you know what I mean? Like if you keep stealing players from people, you know, and like guys are going to just like, they're going to drop off. You know what I mean? So. It's, I don't know. I, I don't understand why you'd want to rob somebody in the trade, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm with you. There are probably some, some folks out there who might be listening who, who are maybe more of a, a shark mentality than, than maybe you or I are. But yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to like not be embarrassed, you know, too. Like when you to be, you have to answer to your league mates, you know, that you, right. that you took part in a, in a clunker and a stinker. And uh, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's uh, you know, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to maintain a league and 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 a long term relationship if if you're if you're going to be doing stuff like that. Yeah, and one of my uh, favorite parts about dynasty is, is projecting the player. So, I mean, if if like I traded for Josh Allen after his rookie year because there was a lot of negative talk about him, but I mean, I've seen some flashes. So I'm like. The Bills are obviously going to stick with them. And, uh, you know, they're bringing in offensive linemen and stuff like that. So it was like I projected that he was going to be at least top 12 quarterback. You know what I mean? So I put in a, so I traded for him in like three different leagues and he became a monster. Um, it was a fair deal at the time, but I knew he was going to be better. I, I firmly believe that he was going to be better than what the, the community thought he was going to be. You know what I mean? So like, that's a, that's a fun part of the, the game for me in dynasty is trying to like trade for guys at their low point and then, then becoming very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the, the much used phrase of buy, buy low and, and sell high is, and you know, sometimes you take risks and uh, you, you, you buy low on somebody and their value does not increase. And, uh, Sometimes you think you sell high on somebody and their value increases more and you could have sold for, for more. So right. we've been talking a little bit about, about trading and trade etiquette and, uh, you know, buying low and selling high and that sort of thing. Where do you stand on the controversial issue of trade calculators? As, as long as they're like, they're good. I, I, uh, I pay for dynasty nerds for the, their GM's subscription. Mm-hmm. And I like their values, like for their like their uh, draft picks and stuff like that. So uh, I, I will use them. You know, I mean, a lot of times I just send out a trade offer, but I mean, there are times I like I'm like, oh, hold on, before I accept this trade, let me look, make sure um, that I'm not crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, use them. Like, I, I don't see a problem in it unless you're using one that's bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. There are bad ones out there. Make sure you do your homework and that they're accurate and stuff. Um, yeah, I've learned that there are some people who hate them. And I certainly have learned 
you don't screenshot one and make it part of your trade negotiations. <laughs> I, right. le- I learned that early, early on. But I do think that, especially for a newer dynasty manager, you know, they're a good, they're a good tool to get a, a, a guideline and a general ballpark on values and kind of see like, hmm, am I way off on this? Oh, right. okay. You know, maybe I am, or maybe I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I do it. Cause it's, I mean, I'm ranking guys myself for the, for the website and stuff that I write for. And I mean, my rankings are fine, but it's good to know like the, the general value of a, like I could be way too high on a guy. Like I, w- I found out I was way too high on Sam Darnold recently. Everybody was like, oh, that's a smash, except I can't remember exactly what the trade was. But I was conflicted about it. I think it was Ayuk and Roethlisberger for uh, Dar- Darnold in uh, Superflex. And they're like, dude, you should have you broke your finger smashing it. Um, and I was like way too high on Darnold. And I, like, I checked it with Dynasty Nera just to see and stuff. And like it was true. Like It was easily a win um, currently for me. But yeah. Like sometimes I got to check myself too. Cause I, like I have my own opinions and stuff, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like you said uh, at the beginning of the show, it's like a stock market. You know what I mean? So it's like, make sure you're maximizing your value and, and all that. So mm-hmm. I definitely like, if you're unsure, use it. If the guy's pissed that you're using it, he's probably trying to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be yeah. my guess. So what we're going to try to do for folks on every episode is have a regular segment that we're calling fevers and chills. So yes. fevers would be things that we like or that we're really into or that, you know, players that we think have high value. Uh, and chills is, of course, the opposite. Things that we're not into, things that we're low on. So we'll probably save talking about specific players to when the season gets a little closer. But right. what are what are some strategies or things that other dynasty managers do that either you have the fever or you have the chills. One thing is I've gotten a lot of bad trade um, offers based on an owner completely overvaluing a rookie pick. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, they'll send, I'll give you my fifth pick in the first round for um, Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, that kind of stuff. Like I try to talk to him. Like, I just think you're overvaluing your uh, rookie picks, but um, that kind of drives me nuts. I've seen a lot of bad trades go down where people accepted it. And, uh, like it, no matter what pick it is, even Trevor Lawrence, it's 50, 50 shot at face value, whether they're going to pan out or not, or not. You know what I mean? Um, and there's a lot of factors that we just can't see playing fantasy football. Like their work ethic, IQ, home life, like just stuff that we can't possibly see. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're in value, like they don't have any value, but a lot of newer people um, that come in, I think overvalue their, their rookie picks a lot. And then, you know, buying guys when they're at max, like buying Justin Jefferson right now, like in a trade, I just can't understand why you would do it. Just because they're like, it's going to cost a fortune. Like, yeah, you're going to get a good player, but you're also going to give up probably two really good starters plus maybe like, you know, two first round picks next year. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't understand that, but that would be my two ma- biggest uh, chills, I guess, for other managers. And of course, what we talked about with trying to rob people purposely in trees. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think 
one thing that I'm going to say I have the chills for is being too ageist. I probably am guilty of this, and I think a lot of us are, and I'm especially guilty of this in startups. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people in in the Dynasty community will focus a little too much on age. Now, Now, things are relative, right? If you're rebuilding age and being ageist is a little more important. If you're competing, not worrying about age is a little more important. But I think in general, you know, somebody becomes 26, 27, 28 years old, and all of a sudden people are, you know, saying, oh, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're getting old and, and, and it's time to sell and that sort of thing. So, right. You know, I would, I would say that that's something that I have the chills for. What do I have the fever for? I think I love tearing down orphans because for me, I like to put my mark on a team. So if I take over an orphan, I'm selling almost all the, unless it's a competitor, like, you know, and a lot of times when you're taking over an orphan, it's not ready to compete right away. I'm selling off all the pieces. I'm tearing it down. I'm putting my mark on it and and starting from scratch. And that's something that I have the fever for. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've only had one orphan, it's a free league. I, I kind of just did it because I, I wanted the experience. So I don't think I would ever, I'd ever pay to do it, to be honest with you. But I mean, it was fun kind of selling it off. Uh, it, it's, it's taught me quite a few valuable lessons in dynasty, especially like with, with trades and all that stuff, like lessons I might not have learned in, in my other leagues yet. You know, as far as like fever for me is, it's just like when people buy a, a guy uh, that's basically like free stash them like like guys like Rashad Penny was pretty cheap. Waller was a was a waiver ad of mine in the Dynasty League. Theory broke out. So was uh McLaurin. It was a, a 10 person league. But buying guys like targeting guys with the maximum upside, I think is like hugely important, even more so than redraft. Because like you're just I don't know about everybody else. I mean I'll, I'll take like the sure bets, I guess, but most of the time, I, I'm like, I don't know, I'm trying to hit a home run. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just targeting the most athletic, cheapest guys I can possibly find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to stash them all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's definitely part of the game. All right, folks. So we've talked a little bit about uh, ourselves, why we love Dynasty so much, tips that we have for Dynasty managers, and things that we have the FIBA and the chills for. So we, we're trying to keep these episodes to uh, probably 30 minutes or less. We thank everybody for listening. Scott, where can we find you on the Twitter? Uh, it would be at FFFire underscore 911. Right on. And you can find me at FFJunkie underscore. Junkie with an IE sometimes. And of course, look for Scott's work on For Fantasy Sake and look for me. Uh, on Dynasty Pros and Fantasy and Frames. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah.